This is a podcast. <laughs> Sorry to your eardrums. Holy crap. Welcome back. This to- is a podcast. Welcome back to Hints is in the House. Ethan, tell me about a time that you were disobedient to your parents. Duh, 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 duh. A time that they know I was disobedient. time they didn't know I was disobedient. All of the above. The time that they facilitated my disobedience. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, be careful what you say. Your parents are probably listening to this podcast. So yeah, I know. only tell them about what you want Ooh, them to know about now. Yeah. Also Ooh. note that you are a grown man and you live 24 hour drive away from them. So I can't really punish you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I know at least one story that I can almost guarantee that your mom doesn't know. Okay. So there was this one time where <clears throat> I, back in Florida, <clears throat> used to go spearfishing. <laughs> I'm loving the sound effects. <laughs> I used to go spearfishing with Travis. Travis. At the beach pretty often. Um, and there was a time where me and Travis just hung out all the time. Anyways. Besties for the resties. Uh-huh. Um, except for when he moved away and I didn't move with him. I was going to say, what is it with, like, your family, like, dating and best friends? It's weird. Anyway. You were best friends with Travis, and then Augusta dated him, and then they got married. Scotty was best friends with you, and then we, and also me, and then we dated and got married. And it's oh, like. sure. This is, like, best friend I, thing. I guess so. <laughs> anyway. I, I don't know. <laughs> Those don't correlate in my brain. They do a little. But anyways, so then something we also would do would like we'd go. We maybe went sand and paddle boarding a couple of times, but we went um, kayaking. Kayaking. Quite a bit, or a couple of times, anyways. And so there were like canals all over the place in Florida. Like anywhere you go in Florida, there's going to be a canal basically because the whole state is basically underwater. Can't or at least confirm. partially underwater. You know, a swamp is, I feel like, partially underwater, you know. I don't so. know if that's the definition of a swamp. But it is the practical <laughs> We should definition. ask Shrek. Be like, excuse me, sir, how would you classify your plot of land to? Partially underwater? Yeah, okay. part of it was above the water and part of it wasn't. <laughs> Next. Um, so, this one of the first times we went kayaking, Travis was going to bring the kayaks over. And my mom, before I went, was like, hey, you can go out kayaking, have fun. Just don't go into the Everglades. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know why that was on her brain, why she told me not to go into the Everglades. I don't know if she was worried we were going to get lost or eaten by an alligator. Or... I don't know what I'm her sorry. reasoning was. If anyone was. has ever been to the Everglades, that's reason enough to never go to the Everglades. The I'm Everglades just... is awesome. I love the Everglades. Terrifying. Tons by of awesome, sawgrass all over terrifying. the place. Tons of sawgrass. Not terrifying. Alligators and anacondas. No. I would not want anyone in that water ever. I was in a boat. <laughs> it doesn't matter. An anaconda doesn't give a crap about your boat. <sighs> Anyways, so me and Travis then get into the car. And I don't know if he was there when she, I don't know if mom was telling me and Travis or if mom was just telling me, but she's like, don't go into the Everglades, you know, whatever. And we get in Travis's truck and he's like, we're going to the Everglades right now. Like, oh yeah, we're going to the Everglades. <laughs> As boys do. What were you, like 16? I don't remember. Probably. I don't know. In the stupid... Stupid brain phase of being a, a boy. 
Yeah, where an anaconda could have killed you in your boat. Okay, it, okay. No, that was never going to happen. Okay, it could have okay. happened. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it could have. So we drove to a canal outlet. I don't remember where we got in, but we drove to a canal, parked, and put in there. And we're just like paddling, and we're like, this eventually hooks up to the Everglades. We know that. So we're paddling. First thing, we were paddling up, upstream, which was like, whatever, like, you know, you're paddling upstream. But then we came to this overpass where the, uh, just a road, you know, just a, probably a four or five or four or six lane road was going over the canal, but it had rained pretty recently. So the water was really high. So there was enough room to get underneath this um, bridge, but you had to like lay back in your kayak and like paddle like this, you know, and then the wall was like this far above you. Oh my you know? gosh. So you're like paddling. And it was difficult because you're paddling against the current, you know. And to make it even worse, <laughs> this might be a scary story. Oh my <laughs> to make it even worse, there were tons covered, completely covered from wall to wall, spider egg sacs <laughs> on the ceiling. Like horror movie covered. Like literally no empty space for anything. I was not... And so there's like spider egg sacs right above your face. The water is like rushing below you. You're underneath an overpass, so it's like pitch black. Sir. That's where I'm like, we have a there could be an alligator under here waiting to eat me. I can't fall over because I'm going to be underneath, under an overpass. That's going to be like terrifying if that happens. So I'm like, and there's like spider. We have and a like... whole other episode for scary stories. <laughs> now is not the time. What and, the heck? And um, paddling. And you're obviously, your paddle is like scraping the roof. So I'm like scraping egg sacs off either side of me as I'm trying to go. Oh so my gosh. we eventually made I'm it I'm like popping underneath. my jaw in and out in shock right now. We Holy eventually crap. made it underneath this bridge. But man, it was, it was a disgusting. very unpleasant experience. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the closest I've ever been to being in a horror movie. <laughs> Is it sounds like something that you would bridge. put on Fear Factor. Like, yeah, I guess so. I don't, I, I don't know what kind of spiders it were. It... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what kind of spider egg sacs they were. You know, I don't know what kind of spider it was, but like I said, just It was probably freaking Black Widows in the Everglades. Everything's trying to kill you. Okay, we weren't in the Everglades yet. We were still just Okay, well, in the like, canal. you were on your way to the Everglades. Let yeah. me tell you something. The Everglades is like mini Australia. Everything is trying to kill you. No. No. Yes. I disagree. So, we then, we finally get past that whole ordeal. I think at one point, I think Travis had gotten a little bit ahead of me. So, he like had a rope and a water bottle and like threw that in trying to like get me to grab it. But at that point, I was like, I'm already through. So... It was a waste of time. Um, so we keep going and we get to this. I think it was a dam from the Everglades to the canal. And I believe that is kind of where we like, we had to stop. And we had to actually get out of our kayaks at this point. I was also thinking of that Gus Johnson video where he goes to the dam and he's just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then we were at this place and there was a lot of uh, really deep mud there. And I had my shoes on and I remember I was just kind of walking, you know, and had the kayak and I took one step and went like knee deep into mud and I took my foot out and the mud closed up behind me and my shoe was left in the bottom of the pit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then I only had one shoe and my leg was like covered in like this nasty Gross. mud. 
I mean, both my legs were covered in mud at that point, but it was, it was pretty, I mean, I don't know. The canal water was not exactly the cleanest thing anyway, so it's not like I was particularly clean before that point. But we, I remember stopping at this dam and there were like broken bottles and some regular bottles and we were like throwing bottles at the side of the dam for a little bit because oh we're boys, you know, what? Like glass, you want to throw it and break story. stuff. <laughs> so we finally make it to the Everglades and we have to get our kayaks and we carried them out and then there was like, so we carried them up a hill and then there was like a, a one lane dirt road that I don't know if this was like some sort of like access road or particularly, it wasn't a very used road. I don't know if maybe it was a road to a Everglades park or something but not very used. Maybe it was like a bike trail even. Who's to say? Um, but then on right on the other, other side of that was the Everglades. So we take our kayaks down, put them in the water, and we're just like, let's just start a going in the Everglades. And the Everglades, so there's quite a few, um, there's usually like really tall like sawgrass and like cattails. That's what they're called, right? Mm-hmm. And like reeds, like that kind of stuff, like hiding the alligators and the anacondas. They're trying to kill sure, you, but they kind of they more so just kind of create lanes, you know. Like there's like maybe a twenty to thirty foot lane essentially of just water, and then it's just really tall grass that you can't see through, can't get through. So we were just like, well, whatever. We'll just keep paddling this way in this lane, and then we'll eventually turn around and go back whenever we feel like going back. Good plan, right? Well, for whatever reason, we got off the beaten trail. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we did just kind of get lost. We oh were just kind of like, want, we're just kind of paddling around the Everglades. Like, we're lost the in the Everglades sounds like a horror movie. Like, there's, I, there's I was, some like okay. adventure, okay, okay. terrifying. Well, let movie me, let me preface Lost in the let Everglades. Let me, let me, let me just ease everybody's tension by saying one, I'm here and alive today. So that doesn't matter. I didn't, I didn't die. <laughs> Oh I was not, gosh. I didn't have a spider fill me with their egg sacs underneath that. Please stop saying that words. bridge. Thank you. <laughs> like a horror movie. That's going to burst out spiders one of these days. Remember when I told you to stop saying words? <laughs> and two, I'm alive. So that doesn't no matter. Okay. So you got... I was, I was more so, let me just, again, ease everybody's tension. Cause I know you're worried at Ethan, Travis. I haven't even seen Travis. Is he still alive? What happened to Ethan and Travis? Travis is fine. Yeah, he's okay. He's alive. Don't worry. You on the other hand. I, I was never worried that much because we could always hear the highway. So it was kind of like in like some sort of we really can't find our way out emergency situation. We'll just start going towards the noise sure. of the highway and we will eventually find a road, which will be okay. Also, we both had cell phones. I didn't check to see if our, we like had them in Ziploc baggies in one of the tubs. So, I mean, it wasn't like I was checking my phone. So I'm not a hundred percent certain that we had service, but like, I don't know. We probably would have had service. We didn't go that far, like into the Everglades, maybe a couple mm-hmm. miles. That's what they but all say. I, like I said, I was more so worried about like an airboat coming oh, yeah. and like, just like killing us by <laughs> yeah. running us over that's more i was yeah. never worried about an alligator i I think we maybe saw an alligator and he saw us and was just like bloop <laughs> like, that's the worst that means he's coming for you oh my no, god that means that he's like i'm gonna get the frig out of here because what are these weirdos uh, doing uh, 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 uh. Uh, no. i don't think we saw any snakes 
alligators Gosh. will only bother you if you bother them or if I they're don't hungry. Think that's true. Yeah, or if they're hungry. Case I don't. I don't think people are alligators' prime source of meat. You don't know. Okay, sure. Regardless, we're fine. But so I, like I said, I was more worried because an airboat. It's so loud because you have the big propeller right behind you when you're driving. You can't hear anything. And we were in the reeds now, which are like six or eight feet above the water. And we're sitting down in kayaks. So we're super low. So like if we were waving our paddle, you would most likely be able to see us at that point. But if you were just coming through the reeds, you know. And you didn't have any sort of... Like if you weren't on one of the the lanes that were created, the natural lanes... You could have potentially just run us over and it just probably would have killed us, like just decapitated us, you know, whatever. What a lovely imagery that was. But we eventually found our way back to the lane and we turned around and then we paddled on back. Back under the spider egg bridge. Well, we paddled back up and over the little hill, past the dam, through a couple more bottles probably. (laughs) And then this time... We were going with the current on the way back, I believe. So it was a lot easier because we just had to sit there and you you paddled a little bit, but the current was pushing you enough that it wasn't like a hard paddle. Gross. Then then we came back and I never told my mom we went to the Everglades and almost got lost until today. (laughs) And now she knows. Oh my goodness gracious. Unless someone's already revealed that story. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, you and Travis, probably the only people. Yeah, I don't I don't remember if there were anything else that me and Travis did that we were specifically told not, not to do. But we just kind of did our own thing and had no respect for authority. Great. Um, I can't think of a time that I was, like, specifically disobedient to my mother. In general, it was, if you don't want to do it, don't get caught. Or if you don't want to get caught, don't do it. That was, like, mom's motto. So there was a lot of things I just didn't do because I knew somehow, one way or another, she would find out. Perfect example, when I was doing something completely innocent, I was at um, Blockbuster. Remember when that was a thing? Um, I think it was, like, a Blockbuster, some video rental place with a guy friend of mine. And she was like, oh, are you having a nice time with Winston? And I was like, I'm sorry, What? Where are you? Why do you know that? I didn't tell you where I was. Where are you? She was like, I just know things. And it was like really creepy. I think she probably just was in the area at like, I think it was in like a strip mall. So she probably like saw me because she was driving or something like that and mm-hmm. saw me walking out or some, something to that extent. But at the time I had no idea. And I was like, how do you know that? What the heck? Like just creeped me out. So she was just like, I know everything. Um, so there was a lot, there was so much that I didn't do because I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want to get found out. Sure. Knowing that she would inevitably find out. Right. Um, the time of not necessarily like disobedience, but I remember when she set my curfew when I was a teenager because I pulled an all-nighter with an ex-boyfriend. Um, he came over to the house at like 9 p.m. and he was still there when we had to when I had to go to school the next day. Mm-hmm. And then my mom said, "Okay, now is a curfew." Uh, and she said, "Not only do you have to be in by 11 p.m., everyone else has to be out." Like that was, those were the new rules. Um, But that was was when you started sitting by the window and opening up the window and being like, they're outside. I'm inside. (laughs) We're fine. No, I was on the second story. I would never have done that. Um, You ever just climbed on the roof for fun? 
No. Well, that's not true. I did climb on the roof for fun, but not at my house. <laughs> I climbed on... I, I didn't have roof access where <laughs> we, I lived. <laughs> we, we watched Disturbia. And the one... The girl, the teenage girl, she was like sitting on She's the just, roof. She was like sitting on the roof like in yeah. the and broad like, daylight. You're like, oh, who just goes and sits on the roof? And I was like, Nora, do not sit here and lie. Like if you had window access to a roof when you were a teenager, you would spend all the time just sitting on the roof because you're so cool and you just got to get away from everything. And you need to sit on the roof and listen to my rock music, mom. <laughs> okay it wasn't like that it was a late night like sleepover kind of thing in my friend's house and she had access to the roof um from her window and we went and sat out and ate ice cream yeah i did that too one time i know you did that at least one time because you sent me a photo of it oh i meant way well before that when i was still in high school um another time though that i do remember and this is like not much of a story but it is a time i would say that like i got in trouble by my mom uh and again, not in disobedience, but just like, and I see both sides of it now, right? Like it's hindsight, always 2020. Um, so I was 10 and I got dropped off at the bus stop. This is in Southern California or, um, the desert of California, Eastern California. We got dropped off at the bus stop. It was like a mile from our home, mm-hmm. my ex stepbrother and I. And my stepdad wasn't there to pick us up, which was a pretty frequent thing. And so if he wasn't there to pick us up, he would be, um, we were told to walk home together because it was a mile. And my brother was like 13. Yeah, he was like three years older than me. So I was 10, he was 13. Um, So it was like a 10 year old and a 13 year old. It's not, you know, so far out of the realm of possibility of two kids walking home together. In my brain, unless you are like, Unless you're old enough to carry mace, which I guess you could be at 10. But, like, do not be walking alone by yourself anywhere, ever, at any time. Um, I don't, I still am just like, you let us do what? (laughs) Um, But this day, I didn't want to walk home with him. And my reasoning at the time, and I was a very, like, obedient child. Again, if you don't want to get caught, don't do it. So I just didn't do things for the sake of spite or for the sake of, like, getting in trouble or riling things. Like, I just was a very by the book kid. And so I didn't walk home that day. And I think the reason that I didn't walk home was because I was like convinced that my mom was coming to pick us up. Like she was getting off work early. She was going to come pick us up at the bus stop and we had to be at the bus stop. And or that like my stepdad was going to come get us or something like that. Like for whatever reason, I was convinced I have to stay at the bus stop because someone is coming here to pick me up. And if I leave, I'm going to get in trouble. Like that was my thought. Mm -hmm. So my stepbrother says, we have to walk home. And I say, we don't have to walk home. We have to stay here. Remember, so-and-so told us this morning that they're going to come get us and we have to stay here. And he's like, okay, well do whatever you want. I'm walking home. So he leaves and he walks the mile home and I stay at the bus stop. And I don't remember a ton. I was like 10. I don't remember a whole ton of the time that I was at the bus stop, but it was like, again, it was a mile from our home. We were enrolled in a Christian school. The bus stop dropped us off at a church. Okay. I don't think we had like access to get inside, but like I felt safe, right? Like I wasn't getting off the bus in some sketch city gas station neighborhood. Like okay, it was, it felt safe to me. So I just stayed at the bus stop and my mom later, she gets home to my stepbrother and I'm not there. And she's, and he says, well, she stayed behind at the bus stop. She didn't want to walk home. That was what he said. So my mom comes to me at the bus stop a mile away And apparently (laughs) she tells me that I had gone to the bathroom at the park next door. Oh, yeah, that is sketch city. (laughs) Um, And so she she was like freaking out because essentially her 10-year-old child 
her 10 year old girl child is unaccounted for for however many hours I think we maybe got dropped off at like three and my mom didn't get home until like five or six something like that so it's like we've been you know like 3 15 3 30 maybe is probably when we got dropped off and I don't think she got home until maybe like six o'clock Okay, so it's like that much time I'm unaccounted for. She comes to find me at the bus stop and I'm not even there because I went to the bathroom at the park at the same time somehow. And um, and so she, I come back out from the bathroom and whatever and I come back to the bus stop and I see her car and I'm like all pumped because mom came to get us like she said she was going to, all of these things. And so I get in the car like, finally, like I'm ready to go home now. Like not thinking anything, three hours, mom. Not, not thinking that I've done anything wrong, not thinking that anything like, you know, thinking I'm totally in the right. And she just lays into me. Holy crap. I was like, I'm ready to meet Jesus. Like it was, it was going down. Um, and I, we had planned for me to go to a concert, a jump five concert. It was going to be my first concert. And I was very excited. And she took that away from me because of this. And I just was like, so confused because I had no idea that what I had done was wrong. I didn't have any scope of like, I mean, obviously I knew the normals don't talk to strangers, yada, yada, yada. But like in that whole time, no one approached me. No one like came near me. Like I didn't have to fight. Like I just was sitting there waiting for my parent to come get me because I thought that's what I was supposed to do in this particular day. But my stepbrother told a different story. And so then I got in all this trouble. And like, I just remember like bawling that I wasn't going to be able to go to this concert now. Yeah, 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 100%. (laughs) That I wasn't going to be able to go to this concert and like begging and my mom like, no, blah, 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 blah. Because of course, as a mother, she was terrified. Right. Like what just happened to my child? She's been unaccounted for for two and a half hours. And I don't know if my stepbrother got any punishment at that time. He should have. He should have not left me like and or he should have handcuffed me to him and dragged me like one of the two. But I just think that like the, the thing should have been like, you don't leave your 10 year old sister unattended for two and a half hours. No. Yeah, that's. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, but I just, I don't know. And my mom to this day will say that I was being pissy and I was being cranky and I just didn't want to walk. Um, Which is like, I mean, I'm sure I had my fair amount of like, but I, I wasn't a teenager yet. You know what I'm saying? Like 11, 12, 13. Yeah. That's when I get to be cranky and rebellious and pissy and decide my way. Children are always cranky and rebellious all the time. I disagree. I just know so much that like I wouldn't have chosen, I wouldn't have been so stubborn in that way over something that I knew was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like I really was convinced that I was doing the right thing by staying there. And then I was really taken aback when I got in so much trouble because I was like, but I did the right thing. What the heck? Um, So yeah, that was, that was a time. That was a time that I got in trouble. Well, there was also... supposed disobedience. There was also the time that I lit the match. Dun, dun, dun. You did not After light the match. After all these years. Stop it. It comes out. Did you really? No, I didn't light the freaking match. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I wasn't there at, like, oh mom's gosh. birthday party a couple years ago, and I got totally thrown under the bus. For what? For lighting the match. Nuh-uh. They played a game. They played a game where it was like, oh, which, like, kid did this or that, I think. And it was like, who lit the match? Ethan, Ethan, or Ethan? Because like, you weren't there. I think, I think oh, it was. No. I think it was Ethan, Ethan, or not Savannah, Augusta, Sa- Silas, Silas, or Alex. Alex. <laughs> and I was like, you guys. Just because I'm not here to defend myself, that don't mean you can just throw me under the bus about this stupid match. I think we match. did address that in a previous episode of the who lit the match controversy. Essentially. I don't know who lit the match. <laughs> Essentially, to sum up. Who's lying? Who's who's lying guys, all these years? You guys were all getting ready to go to Daytona? Yeah. Yeah. You guys were all getting ready to go to Daytona. 
and someone lit a match and threw it in the toilet in mom's bathroom. It wasn't the toilet. It was the, it was the trash oh, can. Okay, well, the threw it in the toilet. toilet. Don't tell a story if you don't know what you're talking about. In mom's trash someone, can in the bathroom. Yeah, someone lit a match in mom's bathroom and then threw away the match. And she could smell the, like, right, match she burnt out And then she smell. found the match. And then it was like, who lit the match? And no one fessed up. And to this day, like, 20 years later... <laughs> No what one has ever fessed that, like, up. Charlie or Simba somehow accidentally. <laughs> don't even think match. he had Charlie or Simba at that point. So I just but... feel like, what if your dad lit the match? <laughs> and he, he might just have been, like, he might have been uh, flying. I don't know. Oh. I'm relatively convinced at this point that your mom lit the match and forgot. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we have to do an episode of hot takes. Rip. Um. Yeah. So. Um, I'm sorry. This stupid match. Mother-in-law. Just going to follow me to my me. grave. Ethan there did was, not like the match. There was a time, though, after after that, there was a time where we, growing up, we never got to do, uh, this wasn't like a, a, a specific act of disobeying. It was just something that we did that we definitely should not have done. <laughs> me, Alex, and Alex, I'm throwing all of us under the bus now. Yeah. You're, all, you're all coming with me now. <laughs> Welcome to the under bus. <laughs> uh, um... No, we, we had a bunch of, we never did Roman candles or fireworks or anything like that, but we always did like sparklers. So one time me, Alex and Silas had a bunch of sparklers like that we just had and we took them and uh, I believe sparkler is sparklers magnesium or I don't remember what sparklers are made out of, but we crumpled all of the sparkler stuff off of the metal things and we put them into these little like tin, tin cans, like. This this big round like a little like an Altoids can, uh, bigger than that. Okay. But it was like it was like a cat food can. It was like circular and like you know an yeah, inch yeah. and a half tall, two inches tall. And we put that in there and then some like paper and like you know then we lit a match and put it in there. Different match. <laughs> Different match. <laughs> so we uh, did that and put it in there and it like fires up like a like like a Roman candle. It like it's literally like a fire just shooting out. It's insane. And so. We did that, and it was like, that was dope. Let's do it again. So oh, we did no. it again, and I was like, that was even cooler. So then we got a Coke can, like a little Coca-Cola can, and like cut the top off, and we filled mm-hmm. that with even more. And then we lit that one. <laughs> that one probably <laughs> went like four or five feet just straight up, like, whoo, like <laughs> fire tornado, just like a, like us three boys just standing there, and it's like, whoo, and we're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> How old were you then? <laughs> I don't know, like elementary, preteen, oh teenager, maybe. No, 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 no. And that one ended, and the can just was like, like all melted in on itself, like completely just melted the can on itself. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that was. I don't know if that was you know an act of disobedience, but we definitely were not supposed to be just lighting stuff Yikes. on fire. I can tell you that much. Yikes! Oh man, but yeah. Long story short, I didn't like the freaking match, so. Somebody else. Who did? did? Come forward. Just come forward. It's been 20 years. Don't take Probably. it to the grave. <laughs> Truly. Don't you want to get that off your chest? I think that one. I so, wonder if that's going to be something. Someone on their happens. deathbed yeah, is yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. like, <laughs> I live the match. <laughs> exactly. No, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. We're not yeah. through with you yet. Exactly. I'm going to see you in a couple minutes. Rip. <laughs> if we die, we die together. <laughs> I'll see you in heaven. Truly. <laughs> Jokes on them. Jesus is going to punish them. For lighting the match? Yeah. Okay. 
<sighs> He's not going to let them do anything with fire in heaven. <laughs> that is a possibility. But me, little pyromaniac. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> Give the fire to me, boy. <laughs> he's just, he's not going to let them lie about it. He might let them do stuff, but <laughs> everything will be held accountable. So. Yeah. And so that's on That's, that's, uh, that's the on only that. rebellious stories that come to mind right now. Me and Scotty burned the towels, and that was probably rebellious against the law, but. Yeah, I remember that, too. Nothing really. I think really, that was told in it. Nothing really came of that. I didn't really, no, for the most part, I was a pretty obedient kid. Moral, moral of the story. I'm sure that my mom would have something to say about that. But. The moral of the story is you, if you have siblings, need to go and you need to light a match and throw it in the trash can <laughs> and make sure that some, it's a big deal to someone yeah. and then just take it to the grave, man. Just take it to the grave yeah. unless it's one of my siblings, in which case, just come clean. Just come clean, man. But if you're not my sibling, take it to the grave and just lie and it's great. <laughs> Other more of the story. All right, great influence. This is, if you want some good influence, no. just come. Other moral of the story. Ethan, if I'm you are of... 10 years old or younger, do not wait at a bus stop by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Sketch that's City. That is Sketch plan. City. I just didn't. I just thought I was in the right. Truly. You know? And I guess you're technically alive today to. Exactly. Say that you weren't. Listen, you paddleboarded under. Or kayaked under scary spider egg sacks, and I sat at a bus stop alone for two and a half hours. So I would take spiders over okay. <laughs> sitting at leaving a ten year old at a bus stop by themselves for two hours. Yeah, but that wasn't. I chose to stay there. My brother left me. Okay, that doesn't. You're splitting hairs here. What I'm trying to say is, I thought I was in the right, and I I really did not think I was in any trouble until I got in the car and my mom flipped out. Like. <laughs> That was the point of trouble for me. Like, I felt safe. I felt, like, fine. I was happy. Like, I just, I didn't have any wherewithal that I was in danger. <laughs> At least you yeah. knew you were in danger. Yeah. 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 But I did it anyways. And you didn't light the match. No. Heck no. Why would I light the match? Who cares? Well. I mean, I was a little pyromaniac, but I mean, come on. Like. <laughs> you might have lit, lit the match and now you're taken into the grave. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I told everyone to fess up already. I'm tired of this hanging over our heads. It wasn't me. In the famous words of Shaggy, it wasn't me. From Scooby-Doo? No, and bless your heart for that. Oh, we, we were already... Yeah. Oh, honey. I don't know. That's on that. Good Zoinks. Night.